Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Headlines is brought to you by Don't take risks, use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices, yes, sir. This is John News Prime live from our studio here in Accra. We're live on DSTV channel 421 and Go TV channel 125 around the world on myjoyonline.com. Coming up, speak of Parliament. Alban Bagbing orders parliamentary probe into Akosumbo Dam spillage that has left thousands of residents in more than six regions displaced and properties destroyed. Details as waste management company Zoomland Ghana Limited denies having contractual agreement with VRA for edge fumigation exercise in flood affected areas in the region. Also coming up, instrument to rectify the omission of SAL areas in Parliament laid in the House to create new constituency for Guam. Also in this bulletin, Christian Council condemns the robbery and kidnapping of the Pentecost decking at the Johannesburg branch of the Church of Pentecost as it discloses the Church is working tirelessly with government to ensure the release of the decking. At 8 p.m., I hand over to Emma Davis to bring you back. And in business, governments urged to use the 2024 budget to inspire hope by implementing prudent fiscal policies. We'll bring you more. Later at 8.30, Razak Musbah will be joining us with sports. And it's the Black Queens who are set to face Zambia in the next round of qualifiers for the 2024 Olympic Games after defeating Benin 5-0 over two legs. We are a home of independent, fearless, incredible journalism. Join News Prime Headlines was brought to you by... Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices. Yes, sir. Now, Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagming, has ordered a parliamentary probe into the Akosombo Dam spillage that has left thousands of residents in at least six regions displaced and properties running into millions of cities destroyed. A section of the public have criticized the Water River Authority, which undertook the spillage for not sensitizing the affected communities enough. 
Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent Kwekwe Asante reports. Parliament had been on recess all this period whilst several communities had been taken over by the floods caused by the spillage of the Akosumbo Dam. Whilst the human suffering in these communities continue, Parliament is now set to take some action on their behalf. Minority Leader Dr. Kiselato Fosen, in his welcome remarks, announced his side was going to file a private member's motion to demand a probe. In the last few weeks, Mr. Speaker, we have witnessed arguably the biggest man-made disaster to ever befall our nation. I am referring to the devastation caused by the spillage of the Akotombo Dam by the Volta River Authority. Mr. Speaker, as minority caucus, our hearts bleed for all the victims of this man-made disaster, which has rendered several thousands of people homeless and swept away farms, destroyed livelihood of many people in parts of Oti region, Volta region, Eastern region, Greater Accra region, Bono East, Savannah, and Northern regions. Mr. Speaker, the affected communities and regions have yet to recover from the aftermath of this disaster. The conduct of both the government and the Volta River Authority in terms of leading a coordinated emergency response and disaster relief efforts leaves much to be desired. Right Honorable Speaker, I conclude by saying that we hereby serve notice that we will present a motion to demand a parliamentary inquiry into the circumstances that led to a man-made disaster of such magnitude. The majority leader of St. Chairman Sabunsu focused on the politicization of the floods but insisted the VRA must be brought before MPs to answer questions. The House may have to invite the VRA to brief us on the situation relating to the spillage and all other connected matters. The Speaker, I believe the minister um, responsible for water resources and indeed energy as well. It is scary, Mr. Speaker. There's 10 some Ghanaians, including some MPs, go to politicize every single event in this country. As MPs, one of our core responsibilities is to inform and by that educate the citizenry. Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagbin, has now ordered that the House conducts an inquiry into the flats and the VRE's actions. It is unacceptable that an activity as potentially destructive as dam spillage was done without a well-thought-through security and safety preparedness plan. As such, Parliament will take the necessary action to inquire into the matter and make recommendations for the protection of property and lives living along the Volta River and Lake and other settlements along riverbeds. Honorable members, this is a national assignment, and Parliament should be seen to be leading in finding solutions to this somehow perennial problem confronting the nation. It is not clear which form exactly this probe that has been ordered by the Speaker will take, but it will normally come in two forms. Either a special committee will be constituted with members from 
either side of the house to look into these matters or an existing standing committee will be asked to look into these matters. But of course, it must be put on record that the NDC MPs have had some strong words for the Volta River Authority, which they say have spearheaded this man-made disaster in the Volta region. But one thing that has stood out in this matter on the floor of the House is that both sides have spoken about the need for government and other individuals to move in to restore life to normalcy. Reporting for Joy News, Riku Asante, Parliament House, Accra by the member of parliament for north tongue samuel okujuta blacker who has been calling for this probe for some time now grateful to you for joining us what's your expectation of this probe uh, my expectation is that this probe will be thorough it will be very diligently done it will be impartial it will be objective it will delve into all the matters and bring out the facts clearly in my mind there has been negligence a lot is amiss we were not informed about this village we have been taken by surprise it has led to so much destruction so much ruin so much devastation and the consequences have been really telling it's it's virtually destroyed our destroyed our communities it's destroyed life livelihoods and it's important that those who have engaged in this and well, well, since you've been calling for this for some time, what do you think must be the focus of, of the probe itself? The focus must be, how did we get here? Uh, how is it that uh, of all the uh, spilling that has happened in 1968, being 2010, this is the only time we are seeing this level of management, this level of this level of uh, it looks like we're having problem and uh, hearing you. If you can reposition yourself for me, I'll be grateful. Yeah. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Yeah. So the question that I have been asking, many people have been asking, is that why is it that we didn't see this level of destruction? this level of devastation in 2010, the last time there was, there was a spillage uh, uh, on, this, on this scale. Uh, why is it that previous spilling managed better? Community engagements were carried out. Uh, it was done gradually. Uh, it was well planned. How come this one just, you know, sprang up upon us? People waited for the last hour and actually engaged in this negligent conduct, which has, which, which has left so many homes destroyed, so many properties destroyed, livelihoods destroyed. So clearly, what is a myth? A lot has gone wrong, and that's where we must start from. Are mm. you suspecting that, that there, there was a foul play somewhere, or it's a case of someone not doing his or her job well? Clearly, people were sleeping on the job. Clearly, uh, people missed important uh, milestones. Uh, clearly, uh, this uh, was not managed properly. Look, even as member of parliament for the area, we believe that nobody engaged me. Nobody from VRA. I mean, as the speaker said today, spilling 
on this scale are this magnitude. It's a national security matter. Oh, is the government saying they didn't know about it? Cabinet didn't discuss it. There was no presenter at Uber, and that the whole government was, was taken by surprise, and that we couldn't have a national conversation. You in the media not be brought up to speed so that there will be education. We couldn't even make arrangements for relocation so that we move people to higher ground before the village so that people can salvage their property. We, we, are we saying that we couldn't even prepare decent housing? I've said to you, more than 4,000 of my constituents are living in classrooms. Classrooms, can you believe that? Without washrooms, without mattresses, without kitchen. I mean, why can we be, be so cruel? You, you know, and, and, and the whole preparedness, the, 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 the entire arrangement has been so symbolic, so okay. abysmal, you know, that people must be made to answer serious questions. And I'm glad that we are going to have this book. Look, as I speak to you, nothing has been heard about the resettlement. How long are people going to be living in classrooms? Mm. And how mm. long are children going to be kept away from, their, from, from, from school? When going to be writing the same BC, that's what? How okay. long are people going to be living in this insanitary condition? Why is nobody talking about resettlement? Why is we not talking about compensation? Why? I mean, so, so these are the matters that the group has addressed. Okay, uh, grateful to you, but you might want to stay on for me because the waste management company, Zoom Lion Ghana Limited, is denying media reports suggesting its ongoing fumigation and disinfection exercise is in flood-affected areas in Mepe is being paid for by the Water River Authority. The fumigation and disinfection exercise commenced on Sunday, October 29, 2023, as floodwaters began receding in some affected communities in Mefe, in the northeastern, in the north tone district of the water region. This is what the VRS Emergency Preparedness Coordinator, Engineer Kwame Osemis and Dakwa, told join News on Sunday at the commencement of the fumigation exercise. The water, in terms of the spill, has resided significantly, and most of the areas are very dry. In fact, you can actually walk through them and inspect some specific houses. So we did a quick recce together with the assembly, with the traditional council, with the health uh, inspector of the assembly, then realized that most of the places were dry and people had started going back to, to stay in their uh, respective residence. And so VRA has decided to start uh, decontamination exercise so that those who go there would have, will live in a safe environment and not be exposed to any health hazards. And so we intend to, as a matter of agency, start the work with the Mepe area where the extent of inundation was quite pronounced. Well, but VRA itself is contradicting this claim in a statement released Tuesday. According to them, they have not contracted any company to undertake a fumigation exercise. Let's share with you details of this particular statement. Now, uh, the statement says the attention of the management of the Volta River Authority has been drawn to a story in the electronic media that VRA has contracted Zoomland to undertake fumigation of areas affected by the controlled spillage from the Akosombo Dam. We wish to state that VRA has not awarded any contract to Zoom Lion for the fumigation of communities impacted by the controlled spillage. Now, the statement continues to say that uh, uh, the VRA acknowledges the assistance being offered 
by institutions, companies, groups, and individuals, and will continue to work with all stakeholders in our relief efforts for communities impacted by the controlled spillage from the Akosombo Dam. Now, Zoom Lion has buttressed this point, saying the exercise is free of charge. The exercise, this was contained in a statement released, uh, released on Tuesday as well. Now, the statement from Zoom Lion says the attention of the management of Zoom Lion Ghana Limited has been drawn to a report on social media dubbed Ibrahim Mahama, Zoom Lion, and Serious Questions for VRA, which uh, story seeks to suggest that Zoom Lion Lim Ghana Limited has been contracted by the Volta River Authority to undertake fumigation of the lower Volta areas affected by the recent controlled spillage from the Akosombo Dam. Uh, the statement uh, continues to say that uh, uh, they want to emphasize that Zoom Lion has not been contracted by VRA to undertake any fumigation activities in the said affected areas. Now, they continue to say that on Monday, 23rd October 2023, Zoom Lion Ghana Limited, led by eight executives and management, presented a number of relief items worth over, five, worth over 500,000 cities to the victims of the spillage. Now, the statement continues to say that additionally, a sister company, Ecozoil, also donated almost 500 life jackets to the media and rescue team supporting the situation on the ground. At the same presentation event, the company, in addition to the items presented, announced its intention to also fumigate the areas once the water had receded. We remain unwavering in our commitment to upholding our corporate social responsibility and providing steadfast support to the communities in the Volta region and in other way to our mother Ghana, despite the unwarranted distractions caused by such baseless accusations. We want to reassure all stakeholders that our dedication to serving and uplifting communities remains resolute and we will continue to prioritize the well-being and support of those in need, irrespective of such false allegations. So that's uh, the statement from Zoom Lion there. Now moving on. Parliament has been asked to consider a new instrument which creates a new constituency for the SAL areas. Now the constituency, which will be known as the Guan constituency, is to rectify the constitutional anomaly that left, that left thousands of residents in the area without representation in Parliament. The EC's action is not allowing residents in SAL to vote in the parliamentary election in 2020 has been roundly condemned. The new instrument has been laid and has been referred to the subsidiary legislation committee by the Speaker. Out of 958 delegates, Members, the representation of the people parliamentary constituencies amendment instrument 2023 is referred to the committee on subsidiary legislation for consideration and report to the house this is the instrument that is likely to save this house and forgive us for the cardinal sin that we are said to have committed it deals with the, the issue of the SAR and 
And um, a number of them have now come up for consideration by the House. Joy News Prime Headlines is brought to you by... Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices. Yes, sir. But some people from Seoul areas had earlier gone to court to demand for the interpretation of the law. Now, they want Parliament to suspend this ally until the court rules on the matter. Co-chair of the Joint Steering Committee of the Akpafu and Lolobi traditional areas, Dr. Joe Adai joins us now for some more. Doc, I'm grateful to you for joining us here. Uh, now, isn't this exactly what you were looking for, that you will get a representation in Parliament for, and, and for that matter, a constituency to be created for you? Uh, thank you for having me online or on your network, and good evening to your cherished viewers or listeners. I don't know on which platform I'm, I'm speaking. And uh, to make things easier for our listeners or viewers, I want to recall that on 24th of June 2020, there was this EI which established the Hawkeye constituency, that is CI95, and there were challenges on that uh, CI. So the Supreme Court ruled that the EC should take steps to amend the CI-95 to come in conformity with the the OT instrument. So the... Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Which 
we have contested that it is not a law because you can uh, refer to the Supreme Court ruling page 20, which was chaired by, uh, what do you call it, uh, Justice uh, Appa. And he challenged us that if we have any problem with the CI-128, we should go back to the host, uh, High Court and challenge that order. And since 2021, we have been at the whole High Court, and the arguments have come to and fro, and then it has become very clear that the, uh, that the CI-128 is under contention. And if you recall, on the 16th so, of... So, so, so are you saying that until that judgment is passed, Parliament must not consider the, the new instrument that is, that is laid before it? I'm not saying that if you allow me to explain what no, has you, happened you, is you, that... You, but you, you, yes. you need to try and summarize it for us so that we yes, can understand. I am telling you mm -hmm. that there is a case before a court of jurisdiction, a competent court of jurisdiction. Okay. And they are to rule on this case coming Tuesday, uh, Thursday. That okay. is on the 2nd. Mm -hmm. And if you recall, we went to the whole high court and demanded that uh, the EC and the others must come to court for what? Summary judgment. And the judgment is supposed to come on, on this Thursday. Then EC turns around wanting to, 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 to use the back door and throw light and throw that into the eyes of Ghanaians and the parliament. Okay. okay. Yes. So one, okay. uh, I don't think the EC had powers over a court of competent jurisdiction. Okay. So all that we are saying is that uh, the EC and parliament must allow the rule of law to work. You understand? Okay, I get it. And Very once good. that is determined, then they would know our fate. Because okay. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. I think your, your point is well made. I'm grateful to you. For joining us here now. Yeah, there is an illegality, uh, so I don't think Parliament should hide under an illegality and try to create a constitutional crisis for this country. Okay, that great, is exactly great. what we are striving at. Thank you, sir, for joining us here. Now, moving on to other stories. Flag bearer, aspirant of the governing New Patriotic Party, Dr. Ushafi Yakoto, says he is capable of breaking the aid for the MPP in the 2024 elections. Over 2,000 delegates of the MPP will on Saturday elect the party presidential candidate for the next election. He is, however, warning any attempt to subvert the will of the people will be disastrous for the party. Alton Brobe report. Out of 958 delegates, Dr. Owusu Efiyakoto pulled 36 votes in the Super Delegates Conference in August, enough to secure him a seat among the table of five. According to him, he went into the election hoping to make the first five. So our strategy was to make sure that we are in the five, and we, we are in the five. And this coming forth is a totally different ballgame altogether, because we are talking about 20 times the number yes so how yes. do you respond to those who say that this clearly is a reflection of what is to come oh well i think they have, they have been it's a misjudgment but why do you think that it can change because the delegates down there are totally different from their leadership the, their leadership have disappointed them i'm very confident that those down there who have worked suffered so much for this party will take the right decision and that right decision is to choose also a free akuto as their flag bearer but after engaging more than half of the 900 super delegates he was shocked that only 36 voted for him the fear the delegates yes and yes. that's true mm. but the thing is that for me talking to out of the 958 who voted at least i can say that i spoke to directly to more than half of them
to convince, to, to, go, to sell my vision for the party and for the country. And I was very sure that at the end of it, they, they bought into my vision. Mm. At the end of the day, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So, <laughs> who's fear was right, that you fear delegates. But in the case of the 220,000 delegates, I don't think I've, uh, I've, been, I've interacted with even 10% of them. Mm. Except that you rely on the structures that you build to get your message to, to them. But the insincerity of the delegates is not his only concern. The former Food and Agriculture Minister tells me the entire process was skewed in favor of one candidate. The reasons given by Mr. Tremartin for quitting the contest to start with before coming out to say that he's no longer with the party. Uh, those are very solid ones and I'm very sympathetic to those. See the implication of all this is the unity of this party. Mm. If we are, we are not seen to be having a level playing field, after 4 November it's going to be very difficult to unite the party mm. against the NDC. And for me that is my worry. Because if people feel that they have, been, they have, not, they have not been fairly treated, mm. how do you expect them to cooperate with, with, with the party after the contest when they feel that they haven't been treated well. For eight years between 2009 and 2016, Dr. Fi Yakoto served as a member of parliament for Kwadaso in the Ashanti region. He was made food and agriculture minister when the MPP won power in 2016. During his six year tenure, he spearheaded a government flagship program planning for food and jobs. The son of the late Asantikina linguist Bafu Akoto is counting on his strong roots in the Ashanti region to prepare him to victory. But he faces challenges there because the regional chairman, Bernard Nchibos Yakum, also known as Chairman Wuntubim, has thrown his weight behind the vice president, Dr. Mamadou Baumia. The delegates down there have no respect for the conduct of the regional chairman. And his impression that he creates that he is in charge of the, of the delegates will be proven on the 4th of November. Whether the kind of percentage that the, his candidate got will be repeated down there is still something that we have to wait for. Mm. But I'm confident that the, the message I've given to the people of Ashanti and to the rest of this country, the delegates know that this is the man. Dr. Fiyakoto is hoping victory this weekend will help him reform the party and make it battle ready to win the upcoming 2024 general elections. This, he noted, would also enable him to have the mandate to pursue sustainable policies that are aimed at renewing the hope and confidence of the MPP fraternity. We want to bring fundamental reforms into the MPP. We are not in a good place, and I'm the first to admit and also the way the party is managed. We have a reg rules and regulations which say that if you are a party official, you don't define or come out to say that you are supporting this person or that person. Mm. And look at what is happening. The whole government, the whole parliament, the whole party, most of the party, people, managers and so on, have come out openly to say that they support one person. And it goes against the rules. So that I, I alone should tell you that there's something wrong with our party. And for me, I'm very unhappy. For those who have worked closely with him, he is the best man for the job. Peter Otendakon is a close confidant. Um, I would describe Dr. Kutu as a go-getter, somebody whose words are sacred. If Dr. Kutu says this, take it as a contract. He means every word that he says. Mm. And Dr. Kutu is a very serious person. He's somebody who is an authority. If he says, let's deliver this, he will ensure that you deliver to the latter. Mm. That is Dr. Kutu. Elton Brobe for Joy News.
A group of NPD delegates outside Ghana has declared their support for Dr. Mahmoud Baumia ahead of the party's November 4 presidential primary. The delegates who have traveled back to Ghana to participate in the electoral process say the vice president represents their choice of candidate to lead the party in breaking the eight. At a press conference held in Kumasi, the group pleaded with the over 20,000, over 200,000 delegate nationwide to vote for the vice president on Saturday, November 4. There's more in the following report. As the governing new patriotic party goes to the polls to elect a flag bearer on November 4th, some delegates across the country and abroad have declared their support for Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. The group calling itself Diaspora for Baumia says it believes in the vision of the vice president with confidence to lead the MPP into a historic victory on December 7th, 2024. Dr. Mahmoud Baumia on his campaign journey has shown competence, tolerance and experience. He has shown that he is the one to unite the party. The leadership have made a statement. And all of us, we back all the leadership. Grassroots are solidly behind Dr. Mohamed Baumia, who stands for unity. And we believe that when he wins, MPP, we are all coming together as one party with one body, and we are going to win come November 4th. Chairman of the group, Kinsley Ahenkwa says the endorsement for Dr. Baumia is based on his contribution to the party. We have seen the global economic hardship in all global, in US, UK, and all the external branches. We are in here to speak to that and also to assure Ghanaians that the NPP government is the only government to bring back our economy. And we can do this by voting massively for Dr. Mohamed Baumia come November 4th. We are here to appeal to all delegates, both home and abroad, to vote massively for Dr. Mohamed Baumia. We want to make a statement. We are looking at 90% now. We want to make an acclamation for Dr. Mohamed Baumia. Mr. Judu believes Dr. Baumia can help the party win the crucial 2024 general elections. We are in to support Dr. Mohamed Baumia because we believe that Dr. Mohamed Baumia is the only person to change the economic challenges that we are currently facing. And MPP, grassroots, both home and abroad, we are all solidly behind him. We want to make a statement and we will all rally behind him come 2024 general election. We are about to make another statement. This, I, we, we, we see this to be an acclamation. We are united with one voice and we are going in for Dr. Mahmoud In fact, this is not a situation of peer delegates. The grassroots, we are solidly behind him and we are winning massively come November 4th. For Joy News, Nana Bwachidankwe Yadom, Kumasi. Yes, so watching Joy News Prime, we'll take a break. We'll be back with more. Can we stay? Hey, Charlie, welcome back. The malaria really knocked you down, eh? Charlie, no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumefantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. No problem. 
Mala 2 is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. It feels like becoming an entrepreneur aside academics is never going to be possible when you're in school. Mainly because we feel that we are young and we don't have the resources and the guts to be one. But if you believe in yourself and you have the passion to become an entrepreneur, then you already are. Staying ahead in a highly competitive environment requires applying creativity and innovation to every aspect of your journey to becoming an entrepreneur. Presently, entrepreneurship is driven by creativity and innovation to attain business objectives. The explosion in technology, business, entrepreneurship and consumption in this new era is as a result of the ongoing application of innovation. Milton Bell once said, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. So, if you are ready to be an entrepreneur, Heritage Christian College is ready for you. Heritage Christian College moves you from a wantrepreneur to become an entrepreneur. About one-third of a million people live with HIV in Ghana. Close to 10,000 of them die each year, mostly as a result of a lack of antiretroviral drugs and adherence. In fact, close to 57% of children under 14 years living with HIV do not receive antiretroviral drugs, again as a result of inadequate funds to provide them with medication. Life expectancy for these children is grim. The big worry, close to 16,300 people are newly infected with HIV each year. With this alarming rate of HIV infections, all of us are in danger. And Ghana is headed for an epidemic explosion if nothing is done now to avert it. While the Ghana AIDS Commission is working hard to overturn the situation, the Commission urgently needs funding support from corporate Ghana and individuals to save lives. We're therefore appealing to you, corporate entities and individuals, to support the National HIV and AIDS Fund by dialing star 9898-HASH on MTN and Vodafone and follow the prompts or pay into the National HIV and AIDS Fund account number 101-863-161-3233, Bank of Ghana. Your donation will be used to prevent new infections and provide care for people living with HIV, including children affected by AIDS. For further information, please call Ghana AIDS Commission on 302 919260 or email info at ghana Give to save a life today. Ghana AIDS Commission partnering to eliminate HIV and AIDS. Daddy, Daddy, this tank is big. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working surface on it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-X syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil That's not true. But why? Whoa. Hey. 
<laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Every day, people have money emergencies. Mom, I need my school fees. Emergency. Mom, it's your money emergency. 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 Catch it. I'm your rent. Emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, Charlie, and enjoyment. At the top, I forgot. Dial star 770 hash for all your money emergencies in top life. Dial star 770 hash for money emergencies and get easy and quick access to your money, loans, and other banking needs. Echo Bank, the Pan African Bank. In life, choice is good, but choice plus safety is way better. Your safety and comfort is paramount. Under the cylinder recirculation model, you can buy LPG in a safe environment. All cylinders are inspected and maintained to the best safety standards, so your safety is assured. Just take your empty cylinder to the nearest exchange point and swap it for a filled cylinder. Different cylinder sizes will be available to meet your pocket size. Imagine cooking in a smoke-free environment. This will improve the health and well-being of you and your family. Choose LPG in a safer model of distribution. Cylinder recirculation model. Securing your safety, creating more jobs. A message from the National Petroleum Authority under the patronage of the Ministry of Energy. Starting this October 20th to 11th of November, the African Football League, who is going to be crowned Africa's champion of champions and take the lion's share of the 14.4 million prize money. Catch all the games streaming at www.aflafrica and on FIFA Plus. The African Football League, our game, our home. Now let's shine together. back from the break. Now the Christian Council of Ghana is condemning the robbery and kidnapping of a deacon at the Johannesburg branch of the Church of Pentecost. The video of the incident which has since gone viral depicts gun-wielding men attacking the church and making away with an unspecified amount of money believed to be the church's donation. Ghana's High Commission in Pretoria, South Africa, says it is working with the Church of Pentecost and the South African Police Service to ensure the speedy and safe release and return of a deacon who was kidnapped on Sunday. Chairman of the Christian Council of Ghana, Bishop Hilliard Della Dogbe, says the incident is unfortunate and has since placed the Christian community on the edge. The sad situation and a very unfortunate one uh, coming all the way from South Africa, uh, where it appears that the church is under siege. We know that it's not something against the foreigners. We've heard of all of this uh, issues from South Africa, and it's something that we've all been concerned about. And happening in the way that it happened, that people were robbed and all that kidnapped. 
is one which of utmost concern for all of us. Uh, we come straight with the Church of Pentecost in this situation. I would believe that it's not an issue for just the Church of Pentecost, but the entire Christian community of Ghana. So we are all praying along, and uh, we read a statement from the government also, and we are willing to work with them in any way that we can to make sure that the elder is found to reunite with his family. But do you think government intervention is enough? Well, uh, you know, the government has assured us that they are working at a diplomatic level. We, I currently do not have any details of uh, the nature of the diplomacy that they are working on and the nature of the relationships that they try to foster on to find this person. So I've reached out to the chairman of the Central Pentecost and I know that uh, he's also working with the government in that regard. But in terms of intervention, did, did he give you a sense of what the church is also doing in order to ensure that this elder who has been kidnapped is brought back home safely? Well, they're working seriously with the government and I, I know that for sure that they're working with the government uh, as to the fine details of things uh, I'm not aware, but I know they're working with the government. As they reach out to the people in South Africa also the government and the mission in South Africa, seriously find it. Now the Church of Pentecost has declared a three-day prayer sessions for the uh, the kidnapped Deacon. This was contained in a press statement released a while, a while ago. Now the statement says, uh, so Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. That's uh, Acts 12.5. Uh, Calvary greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. During a church service in Johannesburg, South Africa on Sunday, October 29, 2023, armed robbers attacked the congregants whilst the service was ongoing. The statement continues to say that, unfortunately, our national deacon was kidnapped in the attack. The church is currently collaborating with, with Ghana's High Commission in South Africa and as well as with the South African authorities to secure the release of our brother. In the meantime, the church will embark on a three-day prayer and fasting session from October 31st to November 2, 2023 for the health and release of our brother. Uh, during the period, we will also be in- interceding for global peace with particular emphasis on the ongoing conflict in Gaza and Ukraine. Meanwhile, Ghana's reciprocal visa waiver agreement is set- setting into motion in the next 24 hours. Given this latest memorandum of understanding, Ghana and South Africans both have the opportunity to travel to each other's country for up to 90 days within a year. As the Versa waiver agreement kicks off tomorrow, um, Blessed Soga caught up with Ghana's ambassador at large and special advisor to the Minister for Foreign Affairs and Regional Integration, Kwabna Osaid Dankwa. Uh, he tells him that the agreement is in respect of fulfilling Ghana's um, uh, African Union's protocol on the free movement of people. It would work yeah. uh, because, um, uh, you know, uh, both uh, uh, states, both governments, yeah. Uh, uh, invested in it. Um, this is something that has been worked on for some time, and and there's enthusiasm for it. I tell you, one of the um, reasons why it was possible, apart from the fact that uh, uh, we maintain uh, the highest possible um, uh, relationship with South Africa, is that. And from what I hear, right. in South Africa, for instance, um, the reason why other African countries do not have this facility, and we, we do, is that um, 
there is a perception of Ghanaians which is positive. You know, whether it's our business people, whether it's our professionals, whether it's our citizens going there, uh, the way they have conducted themselves has been very helpful. Now, a quest to find a job in Ghana fails, but Abiola Tohib Abudin is not one who allows incidences of life to weigh him down. He quickly picks up from that disappointment, stirs up his desire port, and uh, finds another handiwork doing so he doesn't become a burden on anyone. That's the story Hano Dami narrates in today's series of Hope. I said, charger, earpiece, cover, protector, assets, different kind of accessories. Abiola Toheb Abiodun is a father of three. He's been pushing this cart for over five years. He didn't start the business this way, though. I didn't know anything about the business. It was some of, some of my friends that introduced me to the business. And I start with how much? I start with 100 cities as of that time. I start with like small uh, earpiece and charger. That time I used to carry around. But I thank God today that everything is my own, it's my business. So, and every day I go out, at least I'm making something out of it. So I have joy with what I'm doing. An origin of Ibadan in the Oyo state of Nigeria, the Polytechnic graduates narrate why he migrated to Ghana. Oh, I just came here to Ozu, at least as a man. The world has become a global, global village. If you are in somewhere and you, you don't have peace or you see how the situation of the place are going, you need to move as a man. That's why I came here. When his quest to find a job as an aluminum fabricator in Ghana did not materialize, Abiola found selling phone accessories as the best option to survival. My plan is that if I, I will apply for company, to continue the aluminium work. So and as I came here, I applied for some company, so they didn't take me. So that's why I started this one. Narrating his daily routine, Abiola was hopeful he would soon open his own shop. Sometimes I close around 11.30 in the night. So and I go to the market, maybe sometimes around 2, 2.30. That's how I start. I can continue with this forever. Because this one is a business. For year two, if I get shop, I'm planning to rent shop for new time. If I get shop, I will make it in a big way, and I'll start from there. Guided by his philosophy of life, Abiola says he's not for once regretted any step that he's taken in ensuring his wife and children are well taken care of. I'm not for disappointments. Because as a man, you need to be growing every day. So as I start this one, I'm happy that I'm, I get something that I'm doing here. So uh, as I started from that, I never regret for one day. Because I thank God that I'm st I started this one as at that time. And this business has helped me a lot. It helped me a lot as at that time. So gradually, now I get where they say. Just sometimes I just move around small and I pack for them and say. To the evening time I go close. And he does well to spend the money from his hustle with his family. Because I make them happy. Sometimes if I close, I'm going out. I used to buy something for them. Sometimes we go to Labadi Beach, sometimes if I get one, sometimes we go to Bola Beach. Sometimes I take them to Madina. 
for year plus side. So sometimes we used to go out like that to go and enjoy ourselves. Abiola believes self-determination should be embraced by the youth, most especially as they pursue their goals in life. As a man or woman, you need to also for yourself. And the thing I see for it is that you need to believe in yourself, whatever you are doing. And you need to continue doing what you know to do more. Because the time I start is being tough. The time I start is it, very tough somehow. But I continue the struggle. Sometimes it will be day somehow, but I continue. But the thing I believe is that one day God will help me. But now he helped me because I, I thank God that I have something that I'm doing. If you come here, you can't just day street be roaming about. You need to find something to do as a man. Don't follow people because the time I came here, I saw many people, they are doing another thing. But for my mind, I make my mind say, I won't put my, by my hand for any bad thing. So I just face what I'm doing. So this is where I'm, I am today. Abiola go back to settle in Nigeria. The aluminum work is my handwork while I learn. It's good, but this one too is a business. I still learn this one. Because even if I leave this one, I go back, I can still start this business for Nigeria. So it's like I had another, I, I see another opportunity. If I don't want to do the aluminum work again, I have another thing that I believe I can still do. Hannah Wadami for Joy News. Investment Limited. All right, time for us to do showbiz. And Noella Karim Yali is here with all the beauty that she has. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. You're it's looking really swell. I mean, it's always a blessing to to, is to, it? to get you know such beauty. Is it? I'm sure someone home is envying me. Thank now. you. I hum I'm humbled. Ah, Thank you. Look at you. Look at you too. <laughs> anyway, let's begin with actress uh, Mac Brown. Okay. I don't know if you've been following the tabloids of late mm -hmm. about her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we heard stories about you know her having mm -hmm. issues with her yeah. marriage. Mm -hmm. Some even claim that they're almost you know divorcing and all of that. Right. But today she came by the Multimedia Group Limited and uh, specifically Hits FM mm -hmm. and she addressed those rumors. Me, I'm happy at home. We are happy. We are very happy. Extremely happy. And it's just like life up and down. A womb. So this is not what they are saying. I'm not here to respond. I'm here for my way. But I just feel like me and my husband, we are cool. We are fine. In Tiawun here, say... That's all I can say. Well, <laughs> you're very fine. So you heard her. You're very fine. Uh, so no yeah. cause for alarm. Mm -hmm. But anyway, away from her, let's go to Nigeria. Okay. Um, my colleague, Dorian Avio, she just returned from Nigeria. Hey. Herself and uh, I.B. Ben Bako, they oh. went for the Amos okay. uh, in Nigeria. And she caught up with Bimbo Ademoye. You know her, right? Oh, yes. From yes, Big yes, Love. Yes. Right. And uh, apparently, she's been idolizing um, our very own Yvonne Okoro for a minute. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Take yeah. a look. Should be. I know that you are one person who has different characters. How, what motivates you? How are you able to switch into characters? Um, it has to do with my 
growing up in the hood, you know, I just like um, I make different people that I grew up watching, and it just ends up being good. Thank God for that. I heard you write about actress Yvonne Okoro. How do you feel about her? I, uh, I'm sorry, come again? You, you wrote that you've watched her, I mean, in so many movies. You like the way she, she does her oh, thing. I, I love, I'm growing up in high school, Yvonne was one of my best actresses, like, best actresses, and I just love her. Like, she's just so beautiful. She's so good. Sometimes I find myself, like, mimicking and redoing all the kind of, like, facial expressions that she has done. She's just phenomenal. Yvonne is just like a goddess. Like, I can literally worship the floor she walks she walks on. But we are from Ghana. When we get to Ghana, what should we tell Yvonne for you? Tell I love her, and I can't wait to meet her, and I can't wait to just hug her and just touch the hem of her dress. I mean, very, very yeah. uh, it's good to nice words. Right. I mean, the Nigerians are also yeah. looking yeah. up to Ghanaians. Anyway, let's do Afro Nation Nigeria uh -huh. quickly. Uh -huh. Remember some days ago I told yes. you that Afro Nation had moved to Nigeria. Well, guess yes. what? Mm -hmm. They have cancelled uh, the upcoming event or festival. Oh. They released a press statement today. So that's excerpts of it. If we could read... Okay, let me just read this part. It says, unfortunately, the Afro Nation Nigeria Festival in Lagos will now not be taking place as event organizers. We hold ourselves to extremely high standards and it has become clear to us that it is currently not possible to deliver a show that is of the quality that Nigeria deserves in December 2023. Oh. So we, we, they do not address the real reason why they have cancelled the show. Okay. But I remember in September mm. this year, uh, the U.S., obviously, they issued out a communique uh, advising its you know, citizens not, not to, to travel, travel to... to some 18 states in Nigeria. Okay. And so we are sort of learning. But did they, did they, that... did they mention Lagos as part of the, those states? I'm not too sure. Okay. Right. But we're learning that this could be a possible reason why you know, the, the yeah. event has been cancelled. But we'll be following this very keenly mm -hmm. and bring you any updates, should there be. It should bring back to Ghana. Yeah? We we'll explore that conversation yeah, hopefully this is, this tomorrow. Is, Accra is a place. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is, okay. we're we'll here. explore that. I mean, we've done it for them. But anyway, uh, that's how we wrap up the bulletin. Uh, thanks so much for your time. There's more news on myjoyonline.com. Up next is Emma Davis with Prime Business. Be good. Investment Limited. A caprenu, aya, a nutrient me too for say a bibber, oh, Tadia, Tadia, Unsan Cotonu, Imperial, Name Kanfu, SCP, Ama, SCP, Ewa, Tema Shahel, a whole factory, Cassiano, Essi, and Yenape, Pavement Blocks, Boss and Casancasa, and a DDC Gen Piano, Oko Shahera. SCP, Ebe Mobi. Some person who should die, now put on good concrete. And you have to go cement, you have to put on the SCP, can the concrete, you have to make with quality. Cement is warm, on the bed, good camera amount. So what am I? A fiena, dodoa, a flower, pong, and in particular, you have your office. I was Princess Road. You have a papaya restaurant in the Dimshed. For SCP was 0501-672-608. And now toll free number 0800-626-262.
worry, Zenefi. Not that it's okay. Don't worry, darling. I won't touch your calipo, okay? Okay. Should I listen for you? It's okay, Grandma. You can drink it all. Oh, coffee. I brought plenty for you. And then you know that that calico, the natural fruit juice drink. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. When you're little, days are extremely busy. Work. Traffic jams, meetings, conference calls. Luckily, our mom is here to take good care of us with day-by-day -day baby and day-by-day -day kids and their naturally active ingredients. Our skin is hydrated, soothed, and protected all day long. Yes, hello? Here's the thing about us. We are all more than just one thing. Like Grace here, all her students call her the best teacher ever. As for Grace's teacher, all she can say is, hmm, she tries hard. On weekends, she's called Grace the Ace. And when you're in front, of course, you have a following. While at home, she has a following that is sometimes harder to impress. Well, Minister of Home Finance, we are impressed. That's why we offer every kind of banking solution for every kind of you. Starting this October 20th to 11th of November, the African Football League, who is going to be crowned Africa's champion of champions and take the lion's share of the 14.4 million prize money. Catch all the games streaming at www.aflafrica and on FIFA Plus. The African Football League, our game, our home. Now let's shine together. Hi, now let me share my wildlife experience with you at Safari Valley Eco Park. Welcome to Safari Valley Eco Park. Our electric shuttle pulled up and in no time our tour began. We were surrounded by wildlife from the moment we entered the Eco Park. We were greeted by experienced tour guides who took us through orientation and how to better enjoy the experience. Watch these animals roam freely in their natural habitat undisturbed by our presence. We saw zebras, sable antelope, brown cranes, mara, silky chicken, alas, Shetland ponies, and so many animals I just couldn't keep up. Our tour guides taught us so much about the wildlife, their behavior, and how to interact with them. I even fed them. We also went fishing on a man-made canal. Then we took a break to have lunch in this serene environment. All this amazing experience for this prize for adults? This prize for teenagers. It's a bargain. As the sun began to set, it was time to go back home, but not before dinner by the campfire. It's been a thrill of a lifetime, and I can't wait till my next visit. Safari Valley Eco Park. Bringing you closer to nature.
Make life beautiful. Embrace it with the all-new Ahuofe from GTP. Life. Today's class is going to be an exciting one. Now, who can share an unforgettable moment in their life? Okay, Asempa. I'd like to talk about my first time. It was her natural look, complemented by her favorite green silky apparel that caught my attention. I have to say, she automatically possessed me with her smile, which exposed her beautiful white teeth. That's not all. Her enduring signature perfume could be smelled from afar. Madam, why do you look so surprised? My first time with her was special and irresistible. I'm talking about Cindy Rice. Cindy Rice can be found in selected supermarkets nationwide. Everybody loves Cindy Rice. Sweet aroma, great taste. This advert is FDA approved. The business segment is brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. choosing us welcome to prime business with me emma davis the ghana national chamber of commerce and industry is asking government to use the upcoming 2024 budget to inspire hope by initiating prudent fiscal policies that will propel private sector growth this it believes will stimulate economic development according to the chamber its members have had to bear the brunt of the economic turbulence coupled with exorbitant taxes. Speaking at the Chamber's 47th Annual General Meeting, President of the Chamber, Clement Osei Amako, called on government to use the 2024 budget to turn around the struggling economy. Speaking to Joy Business at the 47th Annual General Meeting of the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industries, President of the Chamber, Dr. Clement Osei stated that businesses over the last couple of years have been reeling under the harsh economic conditions, hence the need for prudent economic policies to stimulate private sector growth. We had made it clear to the government to look at reducing some of the taxes, especially the key one is the COVID tax that we have always been mentioning. Uh, we believe that the private sector rather needs more harm than to suffer when we are talking about economic challenges. Um, the situation is that our businesses are not doing well. And so if there are some tax that will not help us to grow, then 
is inimical to our growth. Responding to these concerns, Minister of Trade and Industry Katie Hammond said government is not oblivious of the current economic conditions, therefore will institute measures to support the development of the private sector. We as a government would continue to implement transformative initiatives and key strategic sectors which would anchor our vision of industrialization. Under the members of this dynamic chamber and its partner business associations, I wish to assure you that your businesses are key to our competitiveness in the domestic market as well as within the context of the African free trade continental African continental free trade area. Delivering the keynote address, Chairman of McDonald Group, Dr. Daniel Macaulay, called on businesses not to give up yet, as there are diverse opportunities in the midst of the economic difficulties. Many a time there's blessing in difficulties. Uh, if we all brace ourselves to the challenging uh, times, you realize that there is hidden in it uh, the opportunity. So for me, uh, we cannot all continue complaining. We have to find opportunity amidst problems. The 47th AGM was another theme, building business confidence in the midst of the economic challenges. The director of the Institute for Statistical, Social and Economic Research, ISE, Professor Peter Corte, is urging government to present a better alternative rather than going ahead with it with a 40% haircut on eurobonds. According to him, the decision will adversely affect confidence in the economy. He wants government to get a better deal from the International Monetary Fund. The launch of the State of the Economy report by the Institute of Statistical, Social and Economic Research forms part of initiatives to engage stakeholders on the economy as well as giving insight on the nation's growth. Although the Institute believes the economy is picking up, it further suggested a more innovative means to spare growth. Speaking on the ongoing program with the International Monetary Fund, Professor Peter Quarty warns government to take a different approach rather than giving a haircut on Eurobond. The best option is not to give anybody any a haircut. The best option is when you borrow, you respect the terms of the agreement, honor your obligations. Uh, but where we've reached, uh, the option is to give haircuts. But I believe um, in doing so, there's some discussion, there's some consensus with the lenders to ensure that they agree to the terms. Uh, I find the 30 to 40 percent quite punitive. Uh, but given where we are, if government cannot honor, then that was the uh, next option to, to consider. But the consensus is quite key. Consensus building in such areas is very key for them to agree rather than take it or leave it, in, in my view. The director of ISE has been making suggestions into the upcoming 2024 budget statement asking for a broader consultation to contain expenditure. Fiscal remains a challenge. In fact, the, the uh, government 
spending is also an issue. I expect to see measures to uh, reduce government spending. In other words, measures to rationalize spending, uh, measures to ensure that some of this off-budget spending that creates problems are reduced or eliminated, measures to ensure that our tax collection is more efficient, measures to ensure that we have value for money spending. Then um, there are some roads that link to productive or production areas, uh, uh, some to farms, some to cocoa growing areas. You know, in as much as we don't have a lot of money, we should continue to, if not construct new ones, maintain existing roads. As the finance minister prepares to present the 2024 budget and economic statements, industry players are calling for a sensitive approach towards expansion of the manufacturing sector. Meanwhile, Finance Minister Ken Oforiata has reiterated that the economy is on a recovery path, citing improvement in some macroeconomic indicators. According to him, government is committed to working to improve on its fiscal policies to achieve economic growth. He was speaking at a 42 million euro financing agreement signing ceremony between the European Union and the government of Ghana for green transition in agribusiness and public financial management. The financial agreement is aimed at promoting sustainable development, fostering economic growth, and strengthening key sectors critical for EU Ghana partnership. Finance Minister Ken Uforiata said the outfit is committed to promoting sound public financial management to ensuring stability. Truly, Ghana has paid its dues. Our fiscal situation has improved. Our reviews with the IMF and our program are being um, completed successfully and on time. And broadly speaking, we are making steady progress toward macro stability and debt sustainability. Additionally, our focus now as a government is on securing an economic turnaround underpinned by robust institutions and an active private sector. Viewed within that lens, today's agreements are fully aligned with both our five-year PFM strategy and the government's growth agenda, which are anchored in the themes of, one, strengthening the macro-fiscal framework, two, strong and ambitious structural reforms in tax policy, revenue administration and public financial management, and three, reforms to encourage private sector investments, strengthen growth, and create more jobs. European Union Ambassador to Ghana, His Excellency Ichad Razali said, this will help foster fiscal discipline and increase investor confidence. Additionally, the inclusion of agribusiness in this agreement highlights our shared recognition of the crucial role that agriculture plays in fostering economic growth, providing livelihoods and ensuring food security. We aim to enhance productivity, increase resilience to climate change, and promote sustainable agricultural practices that will contribute to the overall development agenda. At this juncture, let me stress that the European Union is unreservedly supporting the planting for food and job 2.0 program presented by the minister under the chairmanship of the president last week, Thursday it is if I'm not mistaken. 
Specifically, we shall support four value chains, shear, soybean, vegetables, and beekeeping. The agreement opens a new era of collaboration and progress focusing on private sector development and public financial management. James Eshens reports for Joy Business. Government says it has disbursed $315 million from foreign direct investments into the agriculture sector. The move follows recent complaints by agri-sector players that financial institutions provide very little support to them. According to a deputy finance minister, Dr. John Kuma, this is to support ongoing projects. There is more in this report. The agriculture sector has been witnessing a slow growth rate for the past decade. This is mainly linked to a lack of financial assistance to the sector. Many analysts have called for the implementation of schemes that will lend to players along the agricultural value chain. Speaking at the presidential roundtable discussion with development partners on the planting for food and jobs phase two, a deputy finance minister, Dr. John Kuma, said the government has heard their pleas. Hence, it has allocated fresh funds from foreign direct investments into the agriculture sector. All of us, the private sector, the government of Ghana, our development partners, have certainly tried to play our respective parts. And I'm encouraged by the feedback that came on the previous panel discussion on the role of development partners. I believe that as we act and work together, we can make tremendous progress working together. We have dispersed a little about $350 million from our development partners to support ongoing agricultural projects. Projects like the 27 million Savannah Agricultural Value Chain Development, 36.6 million for Agricultural Sector Investment Program, 103 million USD Ghana Commercial Agricultural Projects, among others. Meanwhile, President Ekufuado has urged development partners and foreign investors to tailor projects that work in tandem with government policies to ensure appropriate utilization of funds. Despite of the productive co- collaboration that has taken place between government and Friends of Ghana over the years, a matter of concern has been at times the misalignment of priorities between the policies of certain international development agencies and national policies and strategies. Government is concerned by this because projects designed by foreign governments to support Ghana's agriculture should naturally align with government's priorities. Any deviation from this can amount to misdirected investments in the country. Minister of Food and Agriculture, Dr. Brian Echampong, was optimistic that if the sector worked together, it would enable cost-effective use of capital to achieve common development objectives. Without a doubt, the success of the Planting for Food and Jobs program will depend on several factors. But for the purpose of today's discussion, I would like to focus on four. The first one will require the active participation of the private sector. Secondly, financing these value chain activities by banks and other financial institutions and development partner programs will be critical. 
The third success factor will be increasing investment in supporting agricultural infrastructure and technology. The reason why we are gathered here is to refocus our partners in agriculture on the task ahead. The presidential roundtable discussion attracted international partners such as the World Bank, the Food and Agriculture Organization, the U.S. Agency for International Development, AGRA, and the World Food Program, among others. Away from government, Star Life Insurance, as part of its 18th year anniversary, has donated over 1,000 pieces of sanitary parts to students of the Aplaku cluster of schools. According to the public and media relations manager of Star Life Insurance, Francis Terrier, the gesture forms part of the company's corporate social responsibility. Star Life Insurance's donation forms part of its Sprinkle Stars campaign, which is aimed at supporting and empowering young girls to improve their general well-being. In an interview, public and media relations manager of Star Life Insurance, Francis Teria, said the company deemed it necessary to support its clients and the communities they operate in. As part of our 18th anniversary, we launched a campaign called Sprinkle Stars campaign. Um, Sprinkle Stars campaign is basically to support um, young girls, vulnerable girls across the country. So um, we are here at Aplaku Cluster of Schools just to support the young girls with um, sanitary parts. So there's about 1,260 pieces of sanitary parts. We are not doing it just here. We are, we are, doing, uh, we are in some schools like at Amasaman. Um, some other schools at Amrahia and when you go to Kumasi, Tamale, Takrade. So you are just sprinkle, sp- sprinkling stars across the country just to support vulnerable girls. So in all, we are distributing about 4,000 pieces of sanitary parts across the country to young girls just to support their well-being, just to support their health. Headmaster of the school, Reverend Joseph Opokuda, said the donation was timely and would help the school to provide such basic needs of its students to prevent absenteeism. That's why you have come at the very time we need these items. Because uh, over here, the children are many, and especially in my school, the girls are more than the boys. Uh-huh. And when at the end of the month they want to go through their uh, their menstrual cycle, some of them they come and say, "I want to go home." Just yesterday, this morning I've experienced one. But upon my interview, oh, then go and see madam. And because we say go and see madam, it's not easy. We need to get them somewhere. So that when they have it, they can also equally give it to them. So that when any time they know that when they go, they will get it. They will not even come to me. They will go and report to Madam. So that you continue to stay in the school and learn. Star Life Insurance also reiterated its commitment to support other schools in the country. Blochem Industries Limited, producers of Belacqua Mineral Water and Bell Beverage, has launched the Belacqua's mental health campaign dubbed Take a Break. The company also used the opportunity to launch a new bottle with the mental health logo on it. This, according to Blochem, is to create awareness of mental health-related challenges. According to its marketing manager, Magnus Day, the campaign is part of giving back to society. Uh, actually is the official launch of Bell Aqua's mental health campaign 
which is dubbed Take a Break. Um, we actually saw the need for a mental health campaign because the statistics worldwide is becoming scarier and people are not confronting the issues as they are supposed to. There's a lot of stigma around um, uh, mental health issues. So Belakwa thinks that this is the time to act and have a conversation. Um, you know, going for screening, going for therapy uh, is foreign even to us as Ghanaians. So we want to open our doors. We want to create awareness and educate us that as important as it is to take care of our bodies, uh, making sure that we are well clothed, we are looking good, our minds even more importantly or most importantly um, need the care. So we need to care for our minds and because the, the, the mind affects every other part of our bodies. So that is why Belakwa is starting this mental health campaign because we contribute to the overall well-being of Ghanaians. And we know that when people have to take a break, it usually begins with a sip of water. And that is Belakwa mineral water. So we decided to put this together. It's going to be a long uh, a, a campaign uh, spanning many years. Marketing manager of Blue Chem uh, Industries there, Magnus Day. Moving on, indigenous textile manufacturer GTP has opened its maiden retail and ready-to-wear shop in Accra. As the first of its kind in Ghana, the shop, which is located on the Oxford Street in Osu, here in Accra, will provide customers with a wide range of new and old fabrics, as well as exciting contemporary outfits made for all locations. There's more in this report. Doring of GTP's new retail and ready-to-wear shop in Accra witnessed a lot of excitement from patrons. The shop, which is located on the vibrant Oxford Street in Osu, is aimed at offering customers a fusion of authentic traditional GTP fabrics with contemporary fashion styles. The move is expected to introduce the indigenous fabric line to the young and young at heart with trendy fashion lines. Marketing director of GTP, Mary Ann Boating, details the rationale behind GTP's first ready-to-wear shop. They wanted a way that they can come into a shop, just like they pick Western fabric, they can come into a shop and then pick a ready-to-wear outfit for any occasion at all. In the past, it was just the fabric. And then they have to go through the trouble of going through a seamstress or a tailor, which is why we decided to launch our new ready-to-wear collection with a consumer in mind. So it caters for all shapes and sizes, especially our Ghanaian shapes, body shapes and sizes, which most of the Western fabric do not cater for. And it also allows convenience. Here are options available to customers who may not be able to do walking we actually have a, a service, a bespoke service. So if you if you come into the shop, and I'm sure you see everything, you see a lot of things that you like, but if you don't find something that you like, we actually have a service that actually provides you tailor-made outfits to your specifications. Or you can call in and then order ahead and then pick it up or be delivered. We also have an e-commerce site. So if you go to shop.gtpfashion.com, straight away in the convenience of your home, you can be the, the, uh, the outfit and the fabric can be delivered to you. It's a pioneer initiative from GTP. Um, this is uh, offering easy access both online in the comfort of your home and then a brick and mortar shop where you can walk in, have a feel, have the experience of the shop in, its, in all its glory. 
TV host and content producer Sika Osei expressed excitement at the new clothing lines. Just being here alone, I've seen so many different the versatility of styles that um, people have done, which makes it, you know, just very, very, very beautiful. So, yeah, kudos to GTP with their new ready-to-wear line. I've seen some pieces that I'll be picking up myself. Um, I think I can use it for church. I can use it to go shopping. I can use it to just do just about anything. So, yeah, it's beautiful. Getting trendy already made outfits has been made easy through GTP's new fashion lines. Alternatively, customers can visit shop.gtpfashion.com for your outfit. Now to some exciting news as Africa World Airlines, an indigenous airline, says it will offer its customers with more destinations in 2024. According to Chief Operations Officer Kwesi Oteng, the company will continue providing quality service to clients. He spoke to Joy Business at the company celebrates its 4 millionth passenger. The company, as part of its 11-year operations in Ghana, expressed optimism of a robust aviation sector in the years ahead. Captain Chris Yotin said, regardless of the current economic challenges, the indigenous Ghanaian company is working assiduously to provide the best of services. Uh, since we commenced operations uh, way back 2011-2012, Africa World Airlines has steadily captured the domestic market within Ghana. And as such, today is a day where we flew in our four millionth passenger. Ironically, he didn't come from a domestic destination, but all the way from Lagos. At the moment, as you know, we fly to all destinations uh, in Ghana. In addition to that, we also fly to Lagos and uh, Abuja in Nigeria. And so today is a, a very momentous occasion. Uh, we've had the opportunity to share with uh, the general public, our regulators, and also our staff and management, the success of Africa World Airlines. From Africa World Airlines, you can expect better service, uh, definitely. We will offer you more destinations uh, beginning in 2024. We will offer you better service once we get the new equipment in. They'll be bigger than the ones we operate. So we're looking at uh, a new cabin offering. As the Deputy Minister mentioned, uh, he'd love to see the orange juice back uh, on our flights. So we're going to work towards that. Deputy Minister of Transport, Alhassan Tampuli, applauded the company for their contribution to the growth of the aviation sector in Ghana. On a number of occasions, I've been asked by my staff whether I have shares in Africa Airlines. Because anytime I'm traveling domestic, <laughs> somehow I just insist that, oh, please, uh, try and get me on Africa Airlines. And they're like, but there are other airlines. But I do the other airlines too. Just that... Um, Passenger loyalty sometimes is very important. Distinguished ladies and gentlemen, let me use this opportunity to commend management and staff of Africa World Airline for remaining in business after commencing its inaugural flight in September 2012, considering the complexity of the industry. Africa World Airlines said it will continue to connect Africa to the world through most efficient, safe and reliable air transport services. That's all for Prime Business with me, Emma Davis. For more business news, do log on to myjoyonline.com. I leave you with news making ways on the international front.
the business segment was brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. City to 350 Ghana cities, and you could win 26 times your stake on the exciting new pick one game from Game Park. Play by dialing star 946 hash on all networks via our website or download the Game Park app on www.gameparkgames.com. Choose your pick one number from 1 to 36, place your stake. And watch our live draws on Adum TV at 9 a.m., 12 p.m., and 6 p.m. daily. Hey, live life like me with Game Park. Game Park, more mula, more power. This game is regulated by the National Lottery Authority, not for persons under 18. Play responsibly. Starting this October 20th to 11th of November, the African Football League, who is going to be crowned Africa's champion of champions and take the lion's share of the 14.4 million prize money. Catch all the games streaming at www.aflafrica and on FIFA Plus. The African Football League, our game, our home. Now let's shine together. City to 350 Ghana cities, and you could win 26 times your stake on the exciting new pick one game from Game Park. 
play by dialing star 946 hash on all networks via our website or download the game pack app on www.gameparkgames.com choose your pick one number from 1 to 36 place your stake and watch our live draws on Adum TV at 9am, 12pm and 6pm daily. Hey, live like like me with Game Park. Game Park, more mula, more power. This game is regulated by the National Lottery Authority, not for persons under 18. Play responsibly. Hello kids! Are you ready to turn up the heat and show the world your culinary skills? It's that time again. It's the season three of the ultimate cooking competition for kids. It's Big Chef! This is your chance to prove to the world that your culinary creations are a recipe for success. Are you between the ages of 8 and 14 years and have a passion for cooking? Don't miss out on this sizzling opportunity. Share with us a two-minute video of yourself cooking your favorite meal to a WhatsApp number 055-157-5757. You have from now till 9th November 2023 to come along and let's turn these kitchen dreams into a reality. Big Chef, good meals by kids. Big Chef Season 3 is brought to you by Frital, Fortune Rice, Endomine, Tasty Tom, Flora Tissues, Kiki Juice Drink, Makana Market. Hey, Charlie, what number? The malaria really knocked you down, eh? Charlie, no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumefantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Segment is brought to you by Commander DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industries. Hello, welcome to Prime Sports with me, Razak Musbao. And tonight, the Black Queens have secured qualification to the next stage of the 2024 Olympic Games. Now, they defeated Benin by two goals in order to cross sports stadium. Uh, earlier today. Now, this makes it 5-0 on aggregate over the two legs after defeating Benin in Cotonou by three goals to nil. And my colleague Lawrence Beidou monitored the game at the Crassport Stadium and he came through for this report.
Martin Pasha Bache is also behind that. There's a four-woman wall organized by Saukatu. Stella Nyamiche has a bib off and clearly will be a part of the last 15 minutes. Who is to take this? Pasha. Pasha tries to Kelvin to the top right corner, but no, that hits the crossbar in the back. But Anastasia will regroup, take that one, send a long one to Evelyn. Evelyn back in the box. Evelyn setting up best. And who is there? Yes! Beautiful goal by Evelyn Bedou. She gets her second praise. Her second brace under Nora Heptil. Remember that when we played in the reverse fixture in the first round against Big Guinea. I... It's nine wins in a row for Nora Heptil and the Black Queens who have now secured a place in the third round of qualifiers for the 2024 Olympic Games. And Evelyn Bedou's second half strike and an on goal from Benin sealed a 2-0 win at the Accra Sports Stadium with the Black Queens ending up with a 5-0 win. Just like the first leg, it was an uncomfortable win for Ghana, but Nora Hapto will take anything. In her presser, she says she's looking to improve her team in the subsequent games. Generally, I'm never worrying. I'm just working on the things. Um, and normally you need to find out um, what exactly needs to be leveled up. I think today, um, we got in good positions to cross, um, but the technical execution was not good. I think the decisions itself have been good. Where we wanted to play the ball, there was a lot of space on the second post, uh, which we overloaded, but the technical delivery was bad. So the final pass um, we need to work on. Um, it's also in, in Benin, we trained on artificial turf. It was another kind of pitch. So we struggled a bit technically today. And then you need to really point what was wrong and, and screw there the right um, screw. Alice Kusi adds that the team is under no pressure to secure qualification to the Olympic Games. There is no pressure like that. We don't compare ourselves to the blasters. We do our best and the mission is to qualify for World War and qualify for Olympics. So we stick to our lane and stay focused to what matters. It's not about the blaster. We are well focused in our matches ahead of us. Now we have to play Namibia to qualify for the World Cup. We are still focused on hoping to win the maximum point to qualify for the World Cup. We have nothing to do or compare ourselves to the, uh, the Blaster team. The Black Queens could face Zambia in February, but before that, they would have to play Namibia in the qualifiers for the 2024 Cup of Nations. Reporting for Joy Sports, Lawrence Beidou from the Accra Sports Stadium. Yeah, that game was played at the Crash Force Stadium. Lawrence Bailey joins me in the studio for uh, some uh, analysis of that game by the Black Queens. Uh, they did perform rather unimpressively in the first half. And, of course, that was the comment by a lot of people. But then up the game in the second when they scored two goals. Lawrence, um, I mean, decent performance by the Black Queens. What was important was that they were able to advance to the next stage of the competition. But it's about the performance that we saw today. It's not the performance we're used to. As far as the Black Queens was concerned, what what was 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 different as far as the team selection today? I think in in her press, she mentions that um, the training pitch they used in Benin was was probably the reason why they played like that in the, 
in the first leg, so we will get that. But then coming at home at the Crossport Stadium, training for two days, and then putting up this performance in the first first half wasn't quite exciting or entertaining. Mm-hmm. I think most of the fans were were not impressed with what they saw in the first half. Mm-hmm. Also, I will make a case that it was due to the fact that she made some changes to the starting lineup. Um, compared to the team that played in Benin. So yeah. it was a bit difficult for some of the players who were coming into the team afresh. For, for instance, Blessing Shine and then Philomena Abakan who were um, drifted into the team. Uh, it, it wasn't quite an easy task for them to fill in the shoes of someone like Janet Edry, um, who, who was absent. And then for Priscilla um, Adubia, who was also nursing an injury, so couldn't make an appearance. But I mean, as far as being the Queens are concerned, so this is their nine successive win. However... Um, the next stage of the qualifiers is what a lot of people are describing as the proper test of the Black Queen's quality. You're facing Zambia. They are ranked seventh on the African continent, a real powerhouse. Is it fair to say that a game against Zambia in the next round is a good test for the Black Queens? I think that, that, that's what most, uh, every Ghanaian is hoping for in terms of the praise for Nora because they... The, um, the comments have been that we've played against teams that are below us mm. in terms of the ranking. Well, Zambia are also below us. But then the case with Zambia is that Zambia has been a rising force on the African continent. Yeah. We saw them at the World Cup, even though they were unable to make it out of their group, but they played some good football. So mm. it makes it quite tricky considering... And what, what makes it even more... You know, after Zambia qualified from the first round, they, they had a walkover over Mali because Mali weren't able to show up. And Mali pulled out of the qualifiers in the second round. So they had a walkover to, to the next round, which is the yeah. third round where they will face Ghana. Mm. I, I believe the, the Black Queens are not too far off um, the heavyweights in Africa. But then this test, just like for the Black Stars when they face USA, yeah. I think this will prove where, whether the team is really ready to face some of the heavyweights on the continent, the likes of Nigeria, the likes of Cameroon, mm. or even South Africa. So it, it will be a good test for Nora and then her players. But then the confidence they've shown mm-hmm. in previous games, I believe, will, will still be around. It's about how they'll carry themselves. So we have two more games to end the Two more rounds to end the The funny thing is, when so if, after Zambia, where do yes, we go? Should, should we beat Zambia, we, we go on to face another powerhouse in Morocco. Wow. We saw their performance in the AFCON, um, in the AFCON the last time, and then at the World Cup also. Yeah. So teams that are making steady progress and then are enjoying the benefits of their investments mm. are the teams that will be meeting in the next two rounds of qualifiers. But there's a long way between now and when we play the next yeah. Olympics qualifier. We have the AFCON to think about where we play Namibia next month. So I think preparations will be directed towards that. And then as to whether the Black Queens will do their best in preparation, um, in time to face Zambia, is another question. But then hopefully we get the best out of what we have available. But one, one question that uh, maybe finally I need to ask you before we uh, make leave of us is, they are winning games, they are performing well. Are they being compensated for this performance based on, I know you've got ears on the ground in the camp of the Black Queens, are they getting their bonuses? Are they being paid well? Because nine games winning streak deserves some money. I know it's it's a bit of concern for every Ghanaian when monetary issues are, are are concerned. But and in this point, I've not heard complaints from either the coach or any of the players or from the camp of the Black Queen. So mm-hmm. I, I think we all will attest to the fact that when it comes to the women's game, the GFA are trying their best mm-hmm. to get things going. We can say from the women's Premier League, and then if the Black Queens are also not making any complaints as at now, that means there's some good work being done for them. They're getting there. They're getting there. I'm sure. Alright, great. So the next game is in Namibia next month. When no, we, month? we'll be playing the first leg first in uh, in Adiakara Sports Stadium next okay. month. Yeah. Alright, great. So we'll keep tabs on that. That's Lawrence Bedu uh, with the Joy Sports Decks, keeping tabs on the women's game 
uh, for us. And, of course, Luke, he will join us the course of the week to talk more about the Women's Premier League that uh, will you know, go into its second round this weekend. But let's talk about Thomas Partey now, because the Arsenal boss, Michele Teta, says the club is really concerned about the injury record of the midfielder after his latest injury. The Ghana International is yet to play for the club since returning from the international break where he featured for the Black Stars. Patti was ruled out of the game against Chelsea in the Premier League after suffering a muscle injury and is expected to be out for weeks, according to his manager. He will be out for weeks. Uh, I don't know how long, but, uh, but yes, he's got another appointment today and uh, we will see more after that. Yes, it's a big concern because when Thomas is fit and available and, and he's been part of the team, we've seen what the results and the impact that he had in the team. And this season we have more protection, especially for that reason as well, because we know in the last two seasons what had happened and the impact that I had in the team. So we have to address that. And now it's happened, and it happened in football. Uh, I'm so sorry for him because I think he's doing every single thing that he can do right uh, to be there. He was gutted. We are all for him. But uh, he needs to lift himself up again with, with our support and, um, and go again because he's a player that is critical for us. Before Shopify, did you find yourself wondering, where my sales at? But now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. I can't even get my lines out. <clears throat> oh, sorry, my bad. But my Shopify sales are through the roof. Amazing, Gary. Bet you're loving how powerful Shopify's tools are. And I can make my brand look however I want, without code. And that you can sell on all the marketplaces and socials from your Shopify store. Or all that. Gary, stop leaving sales on the table. Start selling with Shopify and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash free 23. That's shopify.com slash free 23. Shopify.com slash free 23. Now, Lionel Messi won a record extending eight Ballon d'Or on Monday while Barcelona and Spain star Aitana Bonmati won the Ballon d'Or for the women at the annual Soko Awards, now celebrating the best players in the men's and women's game. Now, Messi, who won his first Ballon d'Or in 2009, picked up this year's award in Paris after captaining Argentina's victorious World Cup campaign at the end of last year, the biggest title of the Inter-Miami Stars' career to date. The former Barcelona star topped the voting out of Manchester City striker Erling Haaland, Messi forward, and uh, uh, Paris Saint-Germain teammate Kylian Mbappe. However, Bonmati was an influential figure in Spain's Women's World Cup win, scoring three goals and registering two assists and winning the golden ball for the best player at Australia and New Zealand. She also helped Barcelona's women's side to a double last season, winning the La Liga and the Women's Champions League after defeating Wolfsburg in June. Now, they've been speaking after picking up the award. First, let's hear from Aitana Bonmati. Cuando era pequeña y veía, por ejemplo, a Messi levantar los balones de oro y se me hacía muy lejano ¿no? el hecho de yo de poder estar aquí algún día. Hoy yo soy aquí la que recoge este premio. Es un, un orgullo y ahora mismo no tengo muchas palabras. Como todo el mundo ya sabe, no ha sido eh, 
un año fácil para, para el fútbol español. Hemos tenido que batallar por muchas cosas eh, y dejar de centrarnos solo en el fútbol. Eh, ahora mismo um, tenemos ganas ya de, de ser futbolistas profesionales y de, y de poder volver a, a lo importante que, que es el fútbol, sabiendo que también estamos dejando un legado más allá de, de los terrenos de juego. Y los últimos dos son especiales porque vienen de la mano de, de la selección, algo que durante toda mi carrera era como que se me venía eh, negando y al final terminó cambiando y siendo, siendo diferente y mucho más este que viene de la mano de, del Mundial, ¿no? con lo que eso significa para, 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 un argent, para, para un jugador y sobre todo para nosotros, que los argentinos, de la manera que... Que, que lo vivimos, la importancia que le damos al, al fútbol y por, por volver a ser campeón del mundo después de, de, de mucho tiempo otra vez, ¿no? And a big congratulations to Lionel Messi and Aitana Bonamati for picking up those awards. But let's head to Germany now and uh, catch up with my good friend Chris Harrington with DWTV. Chris, good to see you again. It was an exciting match day nine in the Bundesliga, but interestingly the more was to see Manuel Neuer return after 10 months away while buying five, eight goals past Darmstadt. Yeah, you couldn't ask for a better return. The captain comes back between the posts. Having Manuel Neuer between the posts at Bayern Munich definitely gives the defending champions a moral boost. As far as the action on the pitch, there were multiple red cards, no goals scored in the first half, and that's what makes the outcome that much more impressive. Bayern turned it on and just blew Dortmund out of the water after the break. Harry Kane scored a hat trick, one Possibly his best goal ever from inside his territory. I urge fans to take a look. It was a beautiful floater that just floated over the Darmstadt goalkeeper. Musiala added a brace. Sané, Müller. I mean, you expect that kind of outcome when the defending champions face a minnow, a smaller club such as Darmstadt. Uh, you know, uh, so, uh, you know, I, I think uh, that was an interesting outcome. Actually, the goalkeeper, it's, it's typical that the opposing goalkeepers ask to exchange jerseys, Manuel Noya, you know, because he was unsure if his return would go well or not, if he would have the physicality. He made about four saves, and he decided to hold on to the jersey because he was proud that he was able to make a comeback. And I, I think, you know, the defending champions, they are still looking up at Leverkusen in the stands. But, you know, I think that kind of performance will definitely give them some sort of boost uh, looking ahead, especially when they face uh, Dortmund and Der Classica next match day. Yeah, of course, we look forward to that. But you just mentioned Bayern Leverkusen there. They also had an interesting performance uh, this weekend. What's your, your thoughts about that? It's the top of the, uh, of the table there. And Javi Alonso continues to impress with the team. Well, Leverkusen. Leverkusen has been really the club to watch, being led by Javi Alonso. They left it. Uh, they had Sunday late action against Freiburg. They did. Were, they were able to hold on to victory in that particular match. You know, and I think that uh, just says that Leverkusen are playing no games, and they look especially good in uh, Europe as well. Uh, another fixture or result that definitely caught my attention and it does concern me a bit is the result with Union Berlin. Union Berlin, they've now lost 10 straight 
fixtures in all competitions. They don't look good at all. They look maybe destined to be relegated. You know, they're going to have to pick up some steam if they want to survive and be the only capital club remaining in the top flight uh, of domestic football. So, uh, you know, I think they're going to really have to turn things around. And they had some rifts with players and coaches in their recent Champions League defeat as well. So uh, those results, you know, in my opinion, stood out the most. Leverkusen, as long as they're winning, they're still at the top. And I'm I'm pulling for the capital club, Union Berlin. You know, they're making their Champions League debut. And seems like nothing is going right so far this season. Oh, Chris, uh, just finally to talk about Dortmund, they had a 3-3 draw with Frankfurt, but earlier in the week they won in England in the Champions League against Newcastle. What about the Bundesliga sides playing in Europe, Bayern Munich, Union Berlin, and even Bayern Leverkusen in the Europa League? Well, just to touch on Borussia Dortmund, you know, thanks to Julian Brandt, they were able to level 3-3 with Frankfurt. Frankfurt's been in kind of a top form, and one thing about uh, Dortmund, what they had to do, they had to dig themselves out of a hole on two occasions in this particular match. So I do think that gives them a lot of momentum looking forward, moving forward. They were coming off a really impressive win. Uh, in England, they defeated Newcastle in England, and now they are only one point. They're second in their particular group right now, and that's huge in terms of the other clubs. RB Leipzig, they look very good. They've been winning as well. They're second in their group. You know, in terms of the European competition, Bayern Munich, I do believe, have the most expectations on their shoulders, considering the inclusion of Harry Kane, and, you know, they look to be in offensive form right now, and they are still looking good. Uh, Union Berlin, as I mentioned, still in the rut. Uh, Union Berlin still in the run over there. Well, Chris, thanks so much for making time with us here on Joe News, and that's all we have for you on Prime Sports. Coming up is PM Express, and uh, live here on Joe News, please do stay. Sports Segments was brought to you by Member DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industries.